Launch TV. I am Elsa Garcia, Garcia with a Y, huh? and here I'll be sharing with you some anecdotic slices of life that in retrospect tend to make me laugh, either at my own innocence or because they were actually juicy and funny, though that was not always the case when the event was unfolding. It seems to me that this trip of ours has a penchant for bumpy roads, and I find that laughing can make my journey more agreeable, so I try to laugh as much as possible, and if not on the occasion itself, well, at least when I look back. So the year is 1989, uh, and for years I believed to be a late bloomer, could not be further from the truth. I think. I have been the archetype of the good girl for most of my life, certainly for the whole of my childhood and teen years. And though I still do suffer from that ailment at times, I have been doing my best to not live by that book in the latest decades. But back in 1989 and to the date, my mom still claims loudly and proudly to have been blessed with a perfect daughter. So obedient, so docile, so good, so boring. God bless. She lives 2,000 kilometers away and does not have the chance to prove herself wrong over and over again as the years go by. She has herself been religiously living by the good, innocent, obedient girl's book all her life. She never even tried to teach it. So what happened on that day, 1989, probably still torments her. Poor mom. It must have been spring. I was nine, Joanna was eight, and we were over the moon and... In the moon, yes, we were inside it. Finally, the moon, or Lua, as it was called. It was a famous disco, and a famous one in the area, though certainly not the best in the country. And on that particular day, it was the best disco on earth, I swear. Also because I had never been to one before, right? Joanna and I were excited beyond measure. We talked about it for days. We could not wait. What would we dress? Which numbers would we be dancing? How grown up were we? We were going to the disco. What would the others think of it at school? At least at her school. Because at mine, I could not mention it. Because, you know, my mom was my teacher too. And it would have looked very bad that the teacher would be taking a child to such a place. Piece of advice to the younger me? If you can choose, Never be your mom's student. But let's go back to that very special spring day. There we were, in the car, finally. We were giggling, we were already dancing, we were approaching the moon. I wonder if Armstrong was also giggling at that point. The car stops. There it is. It is really happening. We are at the door. Oh, we are really going in. Not alone, of course, in company of another nine adults, which was already transgression enough in my mom's eyes. She was already crossing many boundaries there, but she could not refuse to go to her friend's 40th birthday, right? After some time, the other ladies managed to convince her that going to the disco after lunch and taking the two girls with their own mothers was not such a big scene after all. And on the contrary, everybody would have so much fun. And the girls, for sure, they would love it. They would have an unforgettable day. And we did. We went in. We were in the moon. Finally. 
Oh my god, I cannot begin to explain. Our little hearts could not believe it. The music, the lights, the disco ball, it was all real. And since it was a closed place, we could roam around alone while our moms and their friends were dancing and having some adult time as well. Mind you that it was a disco in a place smaller than a town, perfectly safe, especially at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, so we were safe. Perfect solution, everybody was happy and having the promised time of their lives, or so everybody thought, because that was still to come. After jumping, dancing, giggling non-stop, we ran to our table, but the moms weren't there. We felt so independent, and look, there are at least 10 fresh Coca-Colas right there. Who guessed we were thirsty? This place is awesome. So we grab one Coca-Cola each and... Ew, mine tastes funny. And yours? Yeah. Mine too. Weird. Let's try another one. Ew, this one tastes funny too. Yeah, mine too. Try mine, I try yours. Ew, indeed. Let's try the others. Let's try all of them. Let's try them all again. Well, you know what? Let's go dance some more. Oh my. The black and white tiles on the floor are moving. They're oblique now. Weird. I feel like I'm sliding. The floor is not straight. What's going on? Yeah, me too. I feel the same. I feel like I'm falling. Something weird is happening in this place. Let's find our moms. And in less than a minute, we were telling our moms that the floor was behaving in a very moonly way. You know, gravity was failing. My mom, who must have drank a total of, what, of one liter alcohol in her 70 years of existence, she was as shocked and as confused as we were. But luckily, the other ladies had some more experience, and they had an idea of what might be happening. I clearly remember one asking, uh, did you drink something? And then, Joana and I remembered and explained, very shocked, the whole story of the weird Coca-Colas. She burst into laughing. They all did. Again, mind you, it was a time when, in a place like that, it was unheard of drugging people's drinks. We were perfectly safe. Laughing out loud, we all went back to the table and the mystery was easily solved. Those Coca-Colas? Yeah, you guessed. Those were Cuba Libres that the gentleman across the room had ordered to our table to court the ladies. My mom was mortified and she still feels the blame of taking me to such a sinful place and having me out of her sight for even just a minute. Me? Well, I realized the other day telling this story to a friend that actually I was a very, very early bloomer after all. listening to Random Tranche TV. I wish your day continues with a smile and to meet you here again next time for other random slices of life.